Thelma Barber embraces her role as a national advocate against a silent killer. My name is Herb White, and this is In Other Words. It's December 25th, 2023. Merry Christmas, everyone. Thelma Barber, who lives in Fort Mill, is diabetic. And she also has hypertension, which led to chronic kidney disease and a pair of organ transplants. CKD impacts more than 35 million U.S. adults, and as many as 90% of them are unaware of their condition. I had a chance to talk to Ms. Barber about her part in a national campaign called It Takes Two, which recommends that people take two different types of tests for blood and urine to determine whether they have CKD, chronic kidney disease. And in our conversation, we learned about how she has maintained her upbeat attitude, helping others to understand what CKD does and working with a fellow famous rapper who brings his expertise to the initiative. What is your backstory and and how did you come to this particular place in space? Well... Mr. Herb White, thank you so much for taking the time to interview me. I truly appreciate you. And more importantly, this platform and sharing my story is important because it's 35 million Americans who are suffering with kidney disease. And unfortunately, this disease is predominantly affecting people of color and of Latin descent. So you know how important it is to get this message out. So for me, my journey, I believe I had kidney disease at about 12 years old. Um, I grew up in an impoverished neighborhood in the Bronx, New York. And so my mom, we would have to go to uh, free health clinics or use the government insurance provided to find a provider to see you. And when I went to the doctor, I complained about swelling in my hands and feet. I was very active, never knew anything about it. And I said, mom, something doesn't feel right. She had taken me to the doctor. But when at the doctor, excuse me, he told my mom, oh, she just needs to lose weight and dismissed me. Never tested me for anything, never touched pro or prob for anything. And um, so it was devastating to have a diagnosis like decades later After growing up, going to college, getting health insurance, commercial through a job, I was coming down with flu-like symptoms, went to the doctor. They did a dipstick in my urine and said, hey, you've got blood and protein. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? So they did testing for autoimmune disease like lupus, HIV, everything came back negative. And then they said, we're going to send you over to a nephrologist. And in 1993, I was diagnosed with IgA and nephropathy, nephrotic syndrome. Now, it was devastating because I believe something was happening back then, but it went undetected until decades later. And so for me, it's important to share my story because that seems like to be the story for everyone. And what I love about It Takes Two, 
the initiative is pointing out the importance of just two tests. Imagine if that doctor would have just said, okay, let's look to see why you're swelling. I didn't even know my swelling hand and feet was called edema <laughs> until I got into this whole disease realm. And so that's pretty much my journey and how I came to be with this diagnosis in 1993. And, you know, that sounds like a familiar story, you know, for at least in, in my, you know, for, for me as a, as a journalist, I've heard these types of stories forever. When you talk about, and with uh, chronic kidney disease, and you mentioned that this is something that is really outsized in the black and Latino communities. A lot of times we also talk about the, uh, the stereotyping, or misdiagnosis or misdiagnosis, doctors just miss the whole thing. Uh, how important is that as well? I mean, because you can't advocate for yourself unless you know what's going on. And if you haven't been told, you don't know what you don't know. And see, you just hit it on the head. What you don't know, you don't know. And that's why it takes two is educating people that just go in. If you don't know your family history, let me start that first. If you don't know your family history, because this disease puts you at high risk if you have high blood pressure, if you have diabetes. So those two things, if you already have those comorbidities, put you at high risk for kidney disease. But what if you don't have those, but you're feeling a little something and you just don't think about getting tested? That's why it's important to incorporate these two tests the EGFR and the UACR in like an annual testing. If you don't feel well, just tell your doctor, hey, can you check my blood? Can you check my urine just to see if my kidneys are okay? Because unfortunately, kidney disease is a silent killer. And for me, my disease was benign. It was rare. But once I received that diagnosis and after the progression of the disease, I've got high blood pressure, I've got diabetes, I've got high cholesterol, and a whole host of other medical conditions I'm just not going to tell you about today. But I'm just kind of the table here with diseases. <laughs> but I got a whole lot. I can tell you more, but we're going to leave it at that. Okay. You know, I, I tell people I'm a walking, living, breathing miracle. I have been through it. And because I've been through it, that's why I'm so passionate and, and encouraged to inspire people, especially our people, to be empowered. Knowledge is power. Once you have an education and understand the importance of these diseases that are plaguing us, then you have an idea that these conditions associate and they all are interconnected with your cardio, renal, and metabolic systems. So now that I've got kidney disease, Thank God I've got a transplant. Yes, in 1998, my sister donated. So I had a living donor in 1998. I'm sorry, 1999. And that was good for 10 years. At the end of the 10 years, I started getting some of the symptoms back in the kidney, but I was able to get pregnant and I was able to have my miracle twin boys. But at the end of that kidney disease, the 10 years, I needed to get another transplant. And I was fortunate to get a second deceased donor transplant. But that's not the story for everyone. And so that's why it's really important to do your best to stay on top of your health and follow 
your doctors and partner with your doctors. And I know we say that and people are like, oh, you know how doctors are. But there are some doctors who are doing their jobs. There are some doctors that are willing to partner with you if you're willing to trust and you know how trust is, especially in our community. Mm-hmm. So you have to trust your partner, I mean, your doctors and partner with them so they can walk alongside with you. So anything that you're going through, you can trust to inform them and feel comfortable to advocate and ask for those tests. And to that end, you know, not only are you, like you said, you're, you're advocating for all kinds of folks right? and in addition to yourself, uh, is that part of the ongoing mission? Why this is so important, not only are you talking to other people about getting tested and understand the uh, what you're at risk for, uh, but to encourage other people to do likewise and spread it so that there are other people like you who are doing the same thing, going out and telling people, you know, look out for yourself and advocate for others. Yes, you hit it right on the head. And I could not have communicated that better. I tell everybody, am I my brother's keeper? Yes, I am. So do what you can to live a, lend a helping hand. We have to teach each other that when you're in that doctor's office, I tell everybody, when I was first diagnosed, I was in denial. I never wanted to accept that diagnosis. I flatlined. The doctor would tell me, do this, do that. And I would just sit there and gaze like, what is this man talking about? But thank God I took my husband with me. And I tell people, take a care partner with you. If you don't have a loved one, reach out to your community, a church, a friend, somebody, because I tell people, I'm living in that moment and I'm trying to digest what's happening. And I really don't know what's going on. I'm not processing. So you need somebody with their wits to process for you to take notes. And if you don't have somebody like a care partner or a friend or someone from your church to go with you, I love the patient portals. You can take your time, sit down in a quiet space, log into your patient portals and view what's happening with you. Write down questions. But yes, the point that you said, I'm out here trying to educate people that you have to advocate for yourself. And if you find yourself in a situation where you might get like resistance or you feel like you're getting pushed back because you're having questions. And oftentimes when we go to the doctor, you know, we can come across as maybe a little too aggressive. A little pushy uh, there. Early. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's about staying on mission and saying, I've got one life. I want to live. Can you help me? And you shouldn't be dismissed. And if you feel like that's happening when you go to the doctor, you might need to find another doctor. And even at that, when you talk about help you live, you know, obviously you've done your share of living uh, since 1993 from the sound of it. Uh, yeah. Talk a bit about how you carry on day to day. And if there's anything that you have to do differently, if you didn't have CKD, as opposed to the realities that you're dealing with today. Okay. Well, there's a lot of things that I have to do differently. And there's a lot of things that I have to do to prep for my life every day and weekly. Um, I'm on a lot of medications that help for all my conditions, including medication for my kidney, 
So I start my day, my week off on a Sunday where I'm sitting down and I'm prepping my medication for the week. That's the first start. Secondly, it's important to change what I eat. So I monitor what I eat because that's important. So it's changing your health, your, um, changing your eating. I do my best to get my half hour exercise in. <laughs> you, you have to get your exercise in. And because I am transplanted, I know the importance of water. I have to hydrate. So with all of that, that is like my process for the week, my process for the day. Those are things that I have to do. I also have to make sure that I stay on top of my doctor's appointments because although I am now, thank God, 12 years out with my deceased donor kidney, I don't ever want to be surprised that something's going on with my kidneys. And I'm addicted to getting my labs done monthly. And my doctor was like, why are you back here? Because I'm afraid I'm going to miss something and I don't want to go past 30 days. And so he understands that that's how I feel. So I get my labs checked regularly, monthly, but I don't see the doctor except for two times a month. Um, when it comes to my diabetes, that's a quarterly appointment, but I make sure I get my hemoglobin A1C checked. I make sure when I get my labs checked with the kidneys, they check all the things that are needed. So with living with this disease, it is a lot that I have to do. And I often tell people I'm a career patient, wife, mom, and an advocate. Because that's all I got time to do to make sure I'm taking those meds, making sure I'm keeping my husband happy, my kids in check. And I'm out here spreading the word to save other people's lives because I've been blessed. So I want to be a blessing to others. Yeah. And with the It Takes Two campaign, uh, talk a little bit about that and doing the videos with, you know, and all of the things that went into that. Uh, I, I saw some of the videos. Uh -huh. <laughs> I didn't see you rap. I didn't see you dance or anything like that. But your message was great. Uh, talk a little bit about uh, being part of that process of, of, of putting together videos to convey the message. Well, being a part of that was awesome. First of all, I felt like I was kind of crushing on Rob Bass because, you know, you grew up with that. <laughs> I try to keep it low, you know, like professional and stuff. I, you know, I was cool about it, but it was very exciting to meet him because, you know, back in the days, it takes two. We're up in the club dancing to that. Now you're coming on board and you're changing the song to a positive message to tell people to get your kidneys checked. It takes two. You and your doctor, knowledge is power. You know, that is powerful because think about our culture and hip hop. We've always communicated our stories, our trials, our tribulations through hip hop. So what better way than to serve a message that's affecting our community mostly with that? How mm -hmm. awesome is that? So when you say about rapping, I did a little rap myself. And so when they came, when they, when I put this on Facebook, I had did a rap with my kids because I felt like I want to get, I want to do something for Kidney Awareness Month. And it was March. And I told my kids, I want to do a little song. And I did it because music stretches across all types. You know what I mean? With people bridging us together, all types of people, all types of genre, we can connect with music. So being able to have Rob Bass remix this song that everybody knows, it's never going to lose, you know, like that one hit wonder thing, it is there for a lifetime. And to tell people to get checked. It takes two tests. It takes you and your doctor. It takes you and your care partner. 
that is solid messaging to me that is going to go global and it's going to go worldwide because that is the message. You have to have those two tests done. And in the mortal words of Dick Clark, and you can dance to it. Yes, and you can dance to it. <laughs> it takes two to make a thing go right. I don't want to talk right now. I'm my base and I came to throw it down. Uh, you know, you're talking about kidneys. And you, okay, I got to tell you this. It's so funny because I'm not a person that gets the words. I've always been with the beat. And so, you know, sometimes you got to kind of alter what you're listening to when you finally do get the words. But I'm like, oh, that beat is nice. What? We talking about kidneys, get it on kidneys, kidney, kidney, you know? So it is going to really take off. It's going to really hit people. And that's a message and initiative you can really get behind because it is important to just ask for those two tests. It is important to be concerned because why not? have the ability to find out your status. Know your status. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so what's the worst thing that could happen by knowing? The, wor the worst thing that can happen is at least maybe you caught it early. Who knows what stage you caught it in, but at least you know. It's the not knowing. Like for me, at 12 years old, I know this, this man is telling me to lose weight and I'm active. I'm running track. I'm in a marching band. I'm active. And my mom did cook healthy with what we could afford, you know what I mean? But you, like you said, you feel like they always look at you with a stereotype. And I'm like, no, I, I, I didn't really eat like that, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So not asking you to put on your Nostradamus hat, but kind of <laughs> look to the future in terms of, of what you want to be able to do uh, in terms of advocacy, as well as just being Thelma. In terms of advocacy and being Thelma, I've been praying for 150 good years. So if I'm here with every breath of my body, I'm going to do everything and anything. I'm sorry. Everything and anything that I can to get the message out. Because I've seen the remnants of what diabetes does. I have a sister whose diabetes was out of control. And they amputated my sister up to her hip. It's called a hip disarticulation. They, it's a rare surgery. But to see the effects of how communities are being amputated, to just see how we're just loading up in dialysis centers when we could know ahead and maybe find friends, family, and loved ones that will step up and stand in the gap and donate a kidney to us. I just want people to know that there's hope and hope starts by having knowledge because knowledge is power. And that's the one thing I teach my kids that Knowledge is something that they can never, ever take from you. So when you get it, you empower, you share, and you, 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 you give. That's why I say I am my brother's keeper. I am responsible for you. And we have to go back to that community of thinking that we are responsible for each other. And I don't want anybody to suffer and go through what I've been through because it's unnecessary if all you got to do is ask for two tests. Now, I'm not saying that the outcomes are going to be great. That is not what I'm saying by any stretch of the imagination. But at least knowing and arsenaling yourself 
with with knowledge and having the tools to equip yourself to just being in that doctor's office to communicate how you're feeling and what's going on with you. I want everybody to be able to do that. I want everyone in the African-American community to understand the importance that we are the ones suffering and we have to be the face out there fighting for it. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I always get emotional. I'll be oh, it's, okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's quite okay. I mean, this, this is keeping it real. Man. That's- yes, keeping it real with her wife <laughs> and the Charlotte Post. <laughs> Yeah, and I do appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. And it's a great story. It's a powerful story, and it's a great message to uh, to advocate uh, for yourself and others. And uh, take care of those kidneys and those comorbidities and those risk factors. And I appreciate your story and your experience. Thank you so much. And God bless you. I, I give you a virtual hug. Well, come on, come on in here. Come on in here. <laughs> Let's go get one. But well, thank you so much. That'll do it for this edition of In Other Words. Be sure to check us out on SoundCloud as well as Spotify and our website, thecharlottepost.com.